0: What's going on guys? It's the sixth episode of the, the Million Guys podcast. Um, I'm Luca Laporta on this fine Wednesday afternoon here in Canada. Uh, with the co-founder of Million Guys, Mike. We you know no special guest today, but Mike, how's it going? How's it going, guys? What's up? So tons, tons, tons to discuss uh, on the podcast today. It really been it's been a really busy week. Um Milan lost on Sunday. On Sunday, 2-1 to Cagliari, in probably the most meaningless game of the season. Oh, was the most meaningless game of the season. Uh, the Cagliari scored in the last, the uh, last kick of the game, uh, off a free kick, or a rebound. That was poorly parried out by Gigi Donnarumma. Uh, Baca missed a penalty. Lapadula scored a penalty. Uh, 2-1. Just not really much you can really say, it didn't really matter, it didn't mean anything, so I don't really care that much. Uh, but as lot left people wanted to, well, I wanted to hear, hopefully that was the last we've seen um, of a lot of players. Uh, we, uh, you know, a lot of players are mediocre and with the new Milan, the new project, we don't want to see those players around anymore. Um, Mike, what was your take? Quick take on the game? What did you think? I mean, it didn't really matter. But what do you think of the game? Uh just like
1: how you said, it was basically meaningless. Like it was more like of a banter game, to be honest. Especially like because I wasn't really being televised, so I was just kind of following it through a live stream and like watching it through me on Twitter. And like you know, like no one really cared for it. It was meaningless. And you know, like you said, I think the I think the best part about that game, the most like meaningful thing about that game was seeing so many of these guys who hopefully is their last uh that we see of them playing at Milan. So I guess it was kind of like a little farewell to all this dead wood that we've seen. Um you know he's kind of summed up a Baca season and missing that penalty. And, you know, Lapadula got on the score sheet, which was good. I mean overall I wasn't expecting anything. I wasn't even expecting to win. I think Milan Twitter got their wish about uh, how the basically the Zapata ninety seven minute base uh, minute winner basically decided Ah, uh, Europa League for us in terms of Inter because we finished up one point ahead of them. So other than that, I'm not gonna make anything of the game. It really didn't matter to me. Uh, and I just hope that quite a few of those players who were fielded on the pitch and then a few that were on the bench, hopefully we don't really see them anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um uh, I don't know, it's just it's tough because like I, I did watch the game but I was kinda like I wasn't really like that zoned into it. I was kinda like, you know, like to be honest, it was early. And I I fell asleep for the first like I woke up, watched a few minutes, fell asleep for like twenty minutes, and then I woke up. It was one nothing. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. And then and then we, we tied it up. I thought, okay, we'll probably win the game now, or at least tie. But then the last minute, whatever, it doesn't really matter. I wasn't pissed off at all. Um, but yeah, there's been so there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of you know news the past couple days um regarding the mercato regarding i don't know everything to be honest with you like it's just been with milan and stuff it's just it's been a circle of mm-hmm. it's been a circle of uh of mercato news and transfers and signings and this and that and rumor in here so let's get started right in the mercato uh honestly uh, this is it's the most important thing right now and let's so just i'll i'll kind of recap a little bit here uh yesterday milan uh officially announced Musacho, mateo Musacho Villareal. um basically a good defender a lot of people in spain were saying he's been a really good defender and Villarreal had one of the best defensive teams in the Liga this year he's been there since he was 18 years old he's 26 now um so so it, it was a really good signing. It's, it's it, you know, we've been interested in him for a long time. So it's good that we uh, we were able to. Yeah. Uh, Montella
1: wants as well too. Yeah,
0: what do you think? Like, what do you what do you think about Musaccio? Like, you
1: like him? Um, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't know much about him. I've I've, but the thing the thing I can say is I've heard good things about him. So that's obviously a good sign. Uh, like I just mentioned, like Montella wants him, so that's obviously if a a coach to bring in someone that he wants then i think that's a good thing um he seems beloved by villa real fans and apparently i was reading something during his press conference that he's been there since he was like 18. so uh he, obviously that's a dear um thing to him but he was saying you know he's ready to take on milan's challenge a bigger club so he seems motivated and ready um i think it's just a new breath of fresh air someone a fi- finally a good partner with romagnoli hopefully we could start building like uh, building up a nice little wall between those two It'll be hard to get through them because w- Romagnoli's never had, like, a secure partner between rotations of, like, Paletta, Zapata, and Gomez. So I think it's good that he's going to have someone who can build a report with and eventually, hopefully, they both do well because I know Romagnoli obviously will. I hope gels well with them. And I think it can only be something positive. I don't really see how it can be negative. So we'll go from that and hope for the best, really.
0: It's not expensive either. I think it's around in the vicinity of around 18 million euros. Uh, which is a good deal, especially today's market, right? yeah so especially so that's confirmed they tweeted out yesterday that's a hundred percent we got Musaccio, good signing uh next Frank Yannick Kessie. so what I suggest to all of you is uh basically don't read everything um, that you read like you know only only trust uh only trust some of the sources like Sky, Dimarzio, Marzio, Milan, Milan News, they're pretty good. I wouldn't really trust uh, Gazetta and I wouldn't trust the uh, La Afrique press that said that Kessie was 26 years old apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we just got someone in the live chat. Do you know what was the problem with Kessie's medical? So basically, I'll, I'll give you the whole scoop right now and I was actually told this by a friend of mine who, who works, like who kind of works and he knows a lot of information about that stuff. So... Basically, what it was is he had his his test yesterday, um, and Milan were aware of the problem already. They already knew he had a problem, a, just physical, a small physical problem. They knew it already. Um, nothing major. So that obviously, they, so they wanted to do more tests on that because, uh, you know, you can't, they wanted to just do more tests to make sure that the injury wasn't as serious and, you know, and like the recovery time, all that good stuff. So basically, they wanted to, do some more tests the next day. So test today. Um, so what everybody's saying was delayed and stuff, it deal's not gonna go through. No, the deal is gonna go through. It's good. DiMarzio said today, good news for Cassie. He's gonna so basically he finished his med- he's finished his medical today. So he passed, he had the test today, did it already. Tomorrow he's gonna be at uh, Milanello. He's gonna do some last tests, like finishing touches. I'm not really sure exactly what those comprise of, but finishing touches on the on the thing. And then after that, he uh, he's gonna go to Casa Milan and sign the contract. And I'm hoping Milan will make him official tomorrow. I've been told that they could they could make him official tomorrow, or they he could sign the contract on on tomorrow and then be official Friday. Uh, but he'll be official by the end of this week. Like he's in Milan, he's there. So I'm sure they'll do it as soon as possible. But that's the Cassie news for you guys right now. I know someone was asking the live chat right here. That's the Cassie news. Um, uh, basically, don't don't worry. He's, he's coming. Everybody's saying Everybody, every report, every every outlet saying that he's uh, he's coming. So it's just relax about that. Cassie's going to be a new midfielder. He's in Milano. We're good. So I think it's also just a little. I think it's a good not a good thing obviously he has an injury but I think it's I think it's
1: good from milan I, like I know they already knew but the fact that they're going through like extensive yeah more tests, tests and stuff just to make sure like because especially mm-hmm. since we've been noticing that like milan lab and like the like at milan there's been like quite a few injuries and like we've kind of been confused about it so the fact that they're taking like this type of caution and procedures and making sure because obviously you don't want to like sign him and then like he has some injury that, that like they overlooked or they didn't care to check and it could be like Detrimental in the future, so I, I actually like that they're. It's taking a little bit longer, but that they're making sure and they're giving guarantee rather than just jumping the gun and something ha- comes back and bites us later.
0: No, exactly. It's a really good point, and I guess he's, hes a new midfielder. Everybody's saying it. zio said he's a new midfielder. He's going to sign a—he's going to sign a five-year contract tomorrow. Uh, so he's going to be a Milan out I'm sure we'll see a picture of him in the new sexy, sexy, sexy Milan jersey. Which is really sexy, honestly. I'm gonna buy I have to buy I have to buy one. Um so yeah, don't worry about Cassie. That's uh that's the good news. Good news for Cassie, they all said Milan News, Sky, also the same thing. He's arriving tomorrow. Um, don't worry about it. He's coming. Amazing player. And and he's 20 years old, he's not 26. He's 20. Um, let's keep going here. So next one. Uh, last night was it? Last night, uh, Ric- <laughs> Ricardo Rodriguez was it? Last night? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, Dimarzio replied to some. He replied to somebody, right? And he said that Rodriguez is the the deal is basically closed for Ricardo Rodriguez, fifteen million euros plus three million bonuses, in The vicinity of eighteen million euros. Really, really, really good business. He's the second best fullback or left back in the in the Bundesliga. Wolfsburg secured secured uh, their stay in Bundesliga in the in the relegation battle, the relegation qualification, uh, and they wanted to wait for that. They were focused on that before making any deals, so they're they're fine with that now. So now it's time for deals, um, and we're we're get we're we're gonna sign him too. I was told today that he's uh, on, on the way. So he's is not messing around. He's. Uh, Next week, medical, I think in between like Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. Basically, we're trying to get these sign- and They said, yeah, we'll talk about it after, but Fasone said we're going to try to get all these players before the preseason starts. Preseason starts July 3rd. So they're trying to get everybody before July 3rd because they want they wanted them to bond with the group, you know, prepare, and then go to the Europa League qualifiers and win convincingly, Whoever we play. Um, next up. Let's talk about Vincenzo Montella. Two-year contract renewal till 2019. Absolutely, completely earned renewal extension. He's earned it. He's a great manager. I don't care what Milan fans have to say. You guys don't know. I'm sorry. Hiring a new coach every season doesn't do anything good for a club, especially when a coach gave us a trophy this year against Juve. Who could win the treble? We beat Juve twice this year. Should have tied another time too. And we never, we didn't get, we didn't, like, we were in almost every game this year in City A. We could have won, we, we could have won, way more games in City A. We had a chance. And he did this with all no budget, no transfer budget. And he got us European qualification, which in August, he said, our goal is Europa League. And also to add, he also did it with half the season without
1: arguably his best outfield player in Bonaventura as well. Yeah,
0: Bonaventura, you're right. But when Bonaventura went down, in January, we were still we were still fighting for third spot. Top yeah. three. He went down, we dropped points to Sampdoria at home, we dropped points to Udinese. Like we just dropped points. Well kind of got screwed by the referee, but we dropped points. Um so we'll see. Honestly, it, it's just it's gonna be interesting. But basically i feel it's just a. It, it, for me
1: it's like a little weird in a sense like i know it, it's really smart on their end like to bring in like whether it's like the entire guys they want to buy or like two-thirds of it or whatever into um before the preseason because obviously it's smart movie, like you say you want them to gel and have them ready but for me it's just like it's kind of like weird and confusing like just seeing like Okay, like today we're we got an agreement with this guy, and then like tomorrow it's this guy. And like it's just weird because you're so not used to this. No, we're not used to this. You're right. It's really I mean, weird. like in order. Like everything's going down properly. It's not taking months to sign a player. Like it's a right, sharing it. It's something that I, I literally, as dumb as it sounds, like I kind of need to get used to just because, just seeing it like it, it kind of amazes me, and it, and it shines light on what what could happen in the future.
0: No, you're right, and it's awesome. It's it's insane how what's going on, and it's it's different. It's not, like no team in Italy have been, are doing this. Like none. Inter kind of did it last year, but it wasn't this early. Um, I don't know. Like it's 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 pretty insane how you're right. Every single day, there's new rumors of good targets we're after. And we're closing them too. We're close Musaccio. We're gonna close Cassie tomorrow. We're gonna close Rodriguez next week. That's three that's those are three starters. That's three. In a span
1: of like and it's not even June. Well tomorrow.
0: No, you know, tomorrow's June. But that that's three. We don't need a full start new starting eleven. All we need is like two more players
1: like i've always said like we have a found like i feel like the rebuild of milan and the resurgence of milan is in three steps i kind of look at it as like building a new house so you obviously got to lay your foundation and that foundation com- comprises of guys like donnarumma romagnoli bonaventura locatelli suso so you have your foundation now like now what i think we're doing is kind of like building the framework of the house so you're building in players that like normally wouldn't have so like a cassia ricardo rodriguez Uh, like maybe, like how we're gonna talk a little later, Belia, stuff like this, and then eventually, once this, once we form this team right now, and then hopefully, and as it's projected, to do well, maybe get back into Champions League, then you can start doing the fine detailing of the house, like maybe get a, a star, like someone a big name target, like 60 million plus, 70 million plus, something like that. So, that, so right now, I think we're in stage two out of three right now. Now, we're kind of framing the house, and then eventually, in a couple years. You can get a big-profile target, and that's like the finishing of the house. That's just the way I look. I think that's the most logical and simple way to look at it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, let's move on. So, Montella, a deserved extension, deserved, deserved, deserved. I trust in Vincenzo Montella. Again, anybody, any Milan fans who are saying he needs to go do not know football. They don't know Milan because they haven't watched. If someone says Montella needs to go, they haven't watched Milan in the past three, four years. I can guarantee you they haven't yeah. because because Milan were poor, poor like poor. To to like, the on the field. It's there were games where we went in and I said, Okay, we're definitely not winning today. There's no way. This year, I went into every game saying we have a chance to scrape a win or a draw today.
1: And, like, listen, I'll be honest with you. Like, again, like we've had the same opinion about him, so which is good. You know, like, there's an unpopular opinion. Like, some people do like him. Some people don't like him. Listen, I'm all for this. I'm all for giving the guy another chance, especially with an improved roster. I've said this before. Give him the improved roster. Let's say he doesn't make top four because I'm pretty sure next year top four uh, the top four spots get Champions League. If he doesn't make top yeah. four next year, then you have the right to give him the boot because you can say, hey, we spent we a lot of money. money the players money. wanted, and you didn't. You didn't deliver. Then, yeah, I'm okay to let him go because you know what? You have no excuse now. But to give him the boot with no budget, your players out for half the season, and you're playing with dead wood, and you got your achievement. Of getting Europa League, even though it's playoffs, you still you're still in contention for it. And a trophy, you got a trophy. You beat it twice. Like, what more do you want with a bunch of like deadwood players? Give him the improved roster next year, and let's see what he does. If he if he does well with it, then you know what you can't deny you can't deny he's a good coach. You still keep him. If he doesn't do well with it, you let yeah, him go. Him. Yeah, no, it's he's fine. Yeah, project for coaches after like. I don't know, like Inter were so happy they thought they were gonna get Conte or whatever. But like a high, more high-profile coach, if he sees that Milan have this type of roster and these type of funds and this type of manager know what they're doing, it's way more of an appealing position to take over. Like for example, remember how we were trying to get an- Ancelotti? He didn't want to join because yeah. he had no guarantees, as, despite yeah. how much he loved Milan. I think now if, he might. The like budget like this, he's gonna be like for example, someone like him, he'd be so happy to join because he knows his guarantees. So give the guy one more year, let's see what he does, and then we'll go from there.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's just, again, uh, we're, everybody's talking about everybody saying, move on to Belia, move on to Belia. So, um, yeah, Montella deserves extension, good extension. He needs time to work with these new players. Use They're going to invest the money intelligently like they are now. Get them together. Have a good run. You don't, you don't need to win your Open League or anything. It's, it's tough. You could, you could face some really good sides. But make a run. Make a run. Get to the qualifying and make a decent run. Um, and you know, do well in Syria. Uh, top four is the goal because top four will get Champions League for the next season. So yeah, um, let's move on to Bele So Lucas Bilia, 31 years old. I am 100% for signing him. Uh, sign Lucas Bilia. Like uh, in this in the live chat right now, uh, Fabio Lucerini, He just said that. He just said that uh, we need experience. We can't just sign youngsters. I a hundred percent agree. I hundred percent agree as well. You cannot win with a bunch of eighteen-year-olds. We're not Sassuolo. Like
1: we have enough. Like we like Romagnoli's young, Donnarumma's young, Locatelli's young.
0: Young, it's even young. Like everybody, people. We have the young players. Lucas Bilia is pro, arguably the one of the best registas in Serie. Yeah. If we can sign, he was a beast. For did you guys not see Lazio's season? People who don't want to sign Lucas Bilia, like. We took four points from Lazio, so I mean, whatever. But have like I have you seen Lucas Belia? Lucas Belia is awesome. He's a great. He's experienced. He knows how to play. He's a typical regista, typical. And uh, I, I just think he'd be a good sign. Uh, Frank, Frank saying that he's not sure about spending twenty million on a, someone over thirty. Well, twenty million is peanuts to the Chinese. Right? Even,
1: I think I think more of the I think more of the concern should be how long the contract is because I know we discussed it a few episodes yeah, ago. Two years
0: two years, right? Two, two to years.
1: three at max. If it's over that, then I understand why people would be a little flustered about it. Mm-hmm. Two to three years max, that's perfect for me.
0: Yeah, no, two to three year contract at two and a half million plus bonuses, perfect. He slots in. Lucas Belius slots in right in the regista role. Like, no question about it. He he takes his spot. Um, And basically, it's just like, people got to understand that we need... Like, Locatelli's good, but he's 19 years old. He got his minutes this year. He'll get minutes next year. You know what I mean? Like, he'll get minutes next year. People are afraid that he's not going to... If we loan him out, we loan him out. He still gets minutes. Whatever. I don't want to loan him out. But if we do basically if you just complain about the management all the time are you really a fan like like it's just like just just relax lucas Belia is a good player then what pisses me off really is that if i don't know this is a good comparison if uh, uh i don't know um if lot uh, no he's on lazio if like inter sign lucas Belia
1: i was really just going to say yeah. last year Last year, yeah. when the summer mercato started, I remember the same people who are hating on Lucas Belia right now are the same people who are like jealous and be like, oh, look at Inter, they're about to get Lucas Belia. And it's really, it was literally one year, a one year difference. Yeah, I remember this because I remember people like, oh my god, they're gonna get Lucas Belia and this and that. And then now that we actually have a chance to get him, too old, he's, he's too good. old. They don't want to spend we- 20 million,
0: 20 million is peanuts.
1: Like and uh, p- people think he's too old. I know he's a uh, little injuries and stuff like that, but I I hate the guy so much. But we kind of no. let Pirlo go a little bit early, as oh. well. and then he oh. went to Juve and still did a couple good years. And Billy's only thirty one.
0: Yeah, still got two to three more years left. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like, but I don't. I don't know. I guess like you see, like I, I love in sports how thirty one is old. In real life, thirty one is really young. Oh, so young, really young. I like, guess our parents are older, or, or or ancient than if if thirty yeah. one. Thirty one's old, but um, it's basically Lucas Beale is a good player, and I think uh uh SSK got mad. He tweeted a style It was a who scored. Let me just go to it. Hold on. Let me just go to it here. He tweeted it was a it was a who scored top ten chances created. Let's see. He has it here. Uh, here it is. So, most chances created by midfielders in City A this season. Some of them aren't even midfielders. Bilia is the only Regista in this list. I'll, do you guys want, I'm going to say that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a list out loud, too. Listen to this, guys. Papu Gomez, Kendreva, Hamsik. Anderson, Walter Burza, Slovenian sniper, Raja Nangolin. Lulich, Benega, Bernadeschi, Perisic, Bilia. And is a regista, and some of these guys are wingers. They just, they're just classified as midfielders. So, he creates chances. He's calm on the ball, captain-like material. 20 million euro? We played 20 million for Bertolacci. Exactly. People weren't even complaining when we bought Bertolacci for 20 million euro. I was. I thought he was going to be good. But. So did I. Like, these guys, everybody's got to relax, you know believe believe in the in the in the management that's basically what i have to say I'm so here. i'm just going to wrap it up like this quick yeah yeah we have yeah we have they, they have other questions too in, in terms
1: mind. of yeah, look at it this way if you're midfield Kessie, 20 years old right mm-hmm. bonaventura, let's say we keep him in the midfield we don't buy another one and we get be 20, 20 27, 27 28 right, yeah. right let's just say let's just say like i kind of tweeted about yesterday let's just say we move bonaventura to the left wing right i don't know i don't know i Let's just say, let's just say that's what they want to do because they want to get Toliso apparently because we're linked to him too. Oh, Toliso's in is, his twenties, right? He's Tolis, a young. Well,
0: Toliso would be a big
1: boy signing. Maybe, that's a big he's young boy young as well. So what you're gonna have, you're gonna have, and you're gonna have, Toliso who's young, Kessi who's young, and let's say you don't even get Bilia, right? Let's just say they want to focus on Locatelli. That is the youngest midfield I have ever seen. You need a general. You need a captain, especially as a regista. You need a guy who's a little bit older, and as a leader and as a commander in the midfield. I have no problem with Belia at thirty-one.
0: I do not at all. And you need a commander. It's uh, it's just you're right. You need a commander in the midfield, and uh, you know whatever. But again, trust in the government or government <laughs> management. Um, sorry, I'm I'm going to my uh, Silvio Silvio Berlusconi political government. Um. <laughs> Trust in the management, Fasone, Massimo what? Grande uh, Homo. Yeah, honestly. Did you hear that? There's a weird noise there. Um. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, the live chat here. Let's see. Kita Balde or Papu Gomez from Phil. Um. We've actually been linked with with both the Kita links have kind of died down a bit because of uh because Juve had been interested in, uh Sevilla was also interested so I'm not sure I we haven't really no one's really talked about us and and uh Kita Balde for the last little while yeah. but a lot of sources including Sky said that we were interested in Papu Gomez and he even said himself that we wanted him in January apparently he said no I feel like Papa Gomez is one of those guys that we'd eventually sign,
1: like kind of near the end of the Mercato, just like, like, let's just say we buy the guys like we're linked to right now. And then like, it comes to a point, like, let's say Baldi goes to Juve, goes Sevilla or some, something like that. And it's kind of like, you know what, we need someone. I feel like it's, I wouldn't say the last day, but I feel like it might be, it might be something that kind of gets done later on in the Mercato. Just we, not that we don't have anyone else, but like, he might be our second option or third option or something like that. So, I I, I, I see a lot of people saying like eventually, yeah, we're probably going to sign him. And to be honest, I kind of agree with them. I feel like it'll happen later on,
0: but I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I, it's tough. I, I I would if we sign Pablo Gomez like on the low, like you know around twenty, like you know on the low twenty million. Fine. Um, it Depends on the other purchases we make and if it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but like Pablo Gomez could play on the left wing, right? Yeah. So he's good. Like he's quick. He's skillful. He's not. He's really. He's, he has a low center of gravity, right? So he uh, he's like you know close to the ground. So he's shifty, agile. Um, no, I think he. I think it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be pissed off about it. That's what we're trying to say. Like I wouldn't be. Like I wouldn't be like, oh crap, we signed Pablo Gomez. Yeah. Pablo Gomez was magnificent this year for Atlanta. So, but. I, I think I'd rather keep the ball day, but not for frick whatever the hell Lotito wants, like what thirty million or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. that
1: price just because Lotito was. Uh, I mean, fair play to him. I think he put that fifty million price tag between him of and, and Belia just because he knows they both have an expiring contract. Might as well try to cash out. You know, props to him. That's like a good yeah. management thing. But Milan's yeah. not dumb anymore. They recognize that right away, and that's kind of why they're going for Belia separately.
0: No, yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, Belia is a good player, and I want. Uh, I want I want, I, I want Bilia, Bilia, I'll want keep Belia, And, you know, we don't... Papo Gomez can, like, play in the midfield, too, like, as, a, like, as a uh, number 10 role. one of a to have to it. a little bit. Like, he kind yeah. of... but, like, I, I'd rather put him on the left wing. What yeah. they're saying here... Yeah, Fa- Fabio's saying that Atalanta's not going to sell their best players. Yeah, but Papo Gomez is going to leave, Fabio. He's he's leaving. He's He's been talking about it for, like, a month. And, yeah, like, I noticed with Atalanta players, like, Props to them, like they
1: had a really surprising season. Like I saw a lot of people at the beginning of the year putting predictions of like where the table would finish at the end of the year. People had like Atalanta like 16th, like they freaking finished like fifth, right? Yeah, so, yeah. At the same time, like I'm, I'm, I know, like we quoted a tweet, and uh, there's been stuff about Atalanta players. Like you know, they love Atalanta, they love the run in the arm, but they can't deny a big club coming after them, and one of them. Ironically, it was Andrea Conti who were after the right back. Like yep. he was saying, like you know, like I love Atalanta stuff, but like it's kind of hard to deny, like a big club. Like I want to go to a big club. I think Papu Gomez is 29 years old. If he's going to make the move, he's going to have to make it now.
0: Yeah, exactly, and that's the thing with them, right? They have their age, and if they're really young, like Kessie, I mean, I'm sure Kessie could have stayed for another year or two. But I guess you wanted to go. You get more wages from us, and also Atalanta need the money too. They need the money. Why not? Cash on your players if they're a good year. What happens if Papa Gomez is a crap year next year? Yeah. His value goes all the way down. Yeah. His value is the highest it is right now. It's the highest.
1: It's probably the highest it probably ever will be unless he even has a better season next year.
0: Yeah, he probably not. But he had the same goals and assists as Neymar this year. He had the same amount. He had 16 goals and 10 assists. That's basically what Neymar had. So I mean, not to compare them, but can't deny the stats. Yeah. Um And see in the chat, they're also saying uh, that you know with Delefeu and Ocampo's loans ending and Honda leaving, we don't have, our only winger is Suzo. Yeah, De Delefeu. He uh, tweeted a picture of him saying thank you to the fans. It was kind of hinted that he's leaving. Um, I'm oh, sorry. He's sorry. He's not. He won't be returning because. Uh, I don't know, it'd be tough because Barcelona and Everton are being really they're playing hardball. But basically you just gotta I don't know. It it's it's tough. You know i they're all rumors, right? Everything's everything's a rumor. Everything's a rumor, but De La Feu is probably not coming back. And Ocampos should most definitely not come back. I don't mm-hmm. want him. I don't want Ocampos. Um and Honda's leaving, he already said he's leaving. Um so we need a winger. We need a left winger. And we're not probably not gonna move Bonamantu to the left wing. Because when he's in the midfield, it changed. I don't think we didn't lose many games with him in the midfield because he can we need a guy in the midfield who can take on defenders and he can. Um Isan Lewis says that Asan Lewis says that we should go for a younger left winger. Um I think that would be Kate Balde. probably the Balde, yeah. Um, I mean, unless have we even been linked with any other any other winger? I don't think so, right?
1: No, in terms of younger, no. But in terms the only two left wingers we've been linked to are Kate De Baldin and Papu
0: Gomez. Yeah, and then uh Asan just said right now, uh Man United or Man United are shopping and Anthony Martial. What do you think? I mean I'd probably take Anthony Martial, but uh yeah, for me, I think I, I think I think Manu's price tag is really high. Yeah, he- and that's that's what happens when you deal with these British um, teams.
1: Just because, like we always say, they always hype up guys when they sign them. Like, like Manchester City just
0: signed this forty-five for forty-five million dollars just that I don't think anyone's ever heard of. In yeah, world. no, I've heard of him, Ederson from Benfica, but he's not, he's like he's like he's like maybe above average. That's about it. Yeah, so they obviously overpay. So selling to them is always a good thing, but I think.
1: Buying from the BPL is always a risk, just because they hype up their player, the players that they bring in.
0: Yeah,
1: like I mean, I don't know much about the guy. Like I'm not gonna pretend like I do, but especially that they're gonna give a high price tag, and the BPL is always a sketchy place to evaluate players, just because, like we see, like Nyang did absolutely garbage for Milan, and then he goes to Watford and he performs, and like other guys like Jacchini and like stuff like that. Like you know what I mean? So it's not a fair yeah. value. I'd rather stick to the roots and like guys that I know are going to perform rather than taking a risk.
0: Yeah, no and uh what we're saying now they they said like Niang's coming back to Milan. He's a, he's already he already said he doesn't want Watford. But I don't you think know. he's I don't think he's staying. No, no, no. no. He said he has talked to the Milan management.
1: They're going I think it's got to a point he knows he's not a winger. Milan knows he's not a winger. Yeah, he's not a winger. He's not going to be a backup striker because obviously we have Lapadula, and they're obviously going to try to get Morata and stuff like that. So I just don't see no place for him, and and I think and I think he even said that he actually likes the BPL, like he kind of fits. Yeah, and
0: Everton, it does. So on, apparently Ronald Coleman at Edmonton. Edmonton? i Edmonton. I just said Edmonton. I just said Edmonton. Everton. Ronald Coleman at Everton. Apparently they really want Yang for around 16 million euros. Yeah, I that. think that's something that will go through. Hopefully. I can see it's like something small that'll eventually just go through. I hope. I really hope so.
1: Um We're able to take him on loan and all- almost buy him, basically, despite like the little politics that were going on. Like I- I'm pretty sure everything can get the deal done.
0: Yeah, and Fabio just said it's important for Mirabelli to sell well, and he's right. We have to oh, sell. Oh, one hundred percent right. We have to sell. Uh, apparently, Bertolacci might leave. Paletta might leave. Mm. I don't really want to leave. I got I, I, if he stayed, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be against it. Um, I think the key. I think the key in terms
1: of selling, like, obviously, you want a good price. The thing is, it's kind of hard. To, I know. I already know what the reaction is going to be. Like when we sell Baca and stuff like this. Like, obviously, we pay. Like, so let's say we pay thirty million from, him, but we have to sell them at like twenty four. Well, you have to understand that. You're not going to get thirty million for the guy after the season he had.
0: Like, no, not- he had a bad season. You probably could have got thirty
1: million after last season because he scored twenty goals. Yeah, now, now you're not. So I think what I think the key for Mirabelli Belly and stuff like and and management in terms of selling, like if they go out around Baca, Neon, deshilio Obertlacci, like all this kind of stuff like that, is because we obviously have the funds for the transfer market. It's clear and obvious since we're, we're like we're throwing out price tags and stuff like this. For me, like this Deadwood and stuff like this. Honestly, like I mean, I mean, I could be completely wrong about this, but like Morata's, for example, his price is like 60 million, that's quite a, uh, a hefty price to pay. But if you yeah. sell a few guys, like a little bit of a baca, a niang, a deshilio, bertolacci, stuff like this, that money adds up. You can literally use that money and kind of almost basically help fund or partially fund your Morata purchase.
0: Right. And we have money though, it's not even needed. Yeah.
1: We have what I'm saying ready. is, like, I, I'd rather like you know what I mean, like. Yeah. You get rid of a few guys and you bring in like better guys. Mm-hmm. Right. So I it funded yeah. like a Toliso or so, it's like some stuff like that. Because we know we have money, so might as well capitalize on the fact that we have it and get even more. Or you don't yeah. have to spend that much because you're you use the money off the guys you want to get rid of.
0: Yeah. Uh Fabio just said we need to sell Niang, Bertolacci, Baca, and Deshilio. So I'm like, a, from from four from those four players, I guess like a complete guesstimate for me would probably be, let's say, 15 for Niang. Uh, Frick, I don't even know if it's like maybe 6. I don't even know. 6 to 10. Baka, 20, around 20. 20 to 24. 20, and then DeShilio, 15? Yeah. So, I mean, that's what, 20, 15, 45. Around 50 million right there. That's what I'm saying. Like
1: you're basically, like you're oh, partial, you're basically funding your
0: Monata purchase right there. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I think, uh, yeah. And we have money too. Like we, like, did you hear Montella? He said a few days, he said a few days ago, he said, Oh, Belotti and Monata work really well together. We should buy them both or something like that. He said, as a joke, he said, as a joke, yeah. Hey, we're so freaking rich now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> China boys, China boys for life. Um, He's, Fabio says, I would cry tears of joy if we got 20 for Baca. And Phil says, and Poli too. Yeah, they, they yeah say, I think Pauly's,
1: like, one of those, like, sell to a little team, just get a
0: little bit of money. I got a lot of hate for that tweet I made It's saying I really like his, like, I like him as a person. So I'm I like really- his loyalty. I like his passion and stuff. I, I, I like him as a person. Like, not if, like if I as a person.
1: Yeah, I think people, like, I think people took that a little too seriously because I can understand where they're coming from. Like, no, like, we need to move on from these deadwood players, which I completely understand. And I, wasn't, I, I
0: wasn't wasn't saying, weren't saying that. I wasn't saying he was good. You're just talking about his loyalty and his passion. I, I just love that he, like, loves Mila. He's in love with Mila. Yeah. Like, and I feel like he's a guy that everybody loves in the locker room, too. Like, everybody loves yeah. him. Um, do you see – oh, Jurgen actually, he was a guest last week. Are you guys for or against Jack being left-wing next season? I personally want him in the midfield. So, uh, Mike, is uh, – he wants – Well, I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna to not change my answer, but I'm just going to give it into a perspective just to make it quick because I've already tweeted about it. Basically, I'm going to go like this. If we're able to comprise ourselves of a midfield consisting of Bilia, Kessi, and Tolisso, for example, like a dream kind of midfield in a sense, I'm all for moving him left uh, to left wing because then you don't have to spend money on buying a left wing. You already have one. You can buy a back. Oh, I'd rather and I'd rather fix the midfield because we have not fixed this midfield for over four to five years. That's kind of what what my point was about moving him left wing because then you primarily have to focus on the midfield. At the same time, if you if it's gonna be a little too expensive or you you can't get a third guy and you need to keep him in the midfield, I'm completely fine with that because he's clearly dominated in the midfield. And you know what? We can eventually go get a Keita Balde or a Papu Gomez playing at the left wing. So either way, for me, there is no wrong answer, and I don't think there's like no um, negative repercussions about moving him to left wing or keeping him in the midfield. I think it's just a matter of it depends on, I I think, do you really want to like? Flat out, like reinforce the midfield, like it really should be, or because obviously, like keeping Bonaventura there, it's obviously a good thing. But I'm saying is, I think you make the squad even more stronger, moving him to left wing and then buying another two midfielders. That was, that was kind of my point.
0: Well, yeah, for sure. We have to see how the Mercato plays out. Um, yeah. Like, if somehow we land ball there then Bonaventura drops down in the midfield. Uh, it'd be Bonaventura, Bilia, Cassie. That's pretty insane. I no, like that. I like that in the 4-3-3. Three, three. Bilia, Kessi. Because you got Bilia, who's a regista. Uh, is a really good box-to-box. And I guess Buonaventura uh, would kind of be a playmaker. Uh, Medzala. Kind of Medzala type. Um, Asan says, do you see Montolivo playing much next season? And we kind of talked about it a few weeks ago. I know we're going to get hate on this, but like I don't like Montolivo on the team. But obviously, we're not going to sell him. Um, and probably not i don't even think he has a, like an appeal to anybody because has no he doesn't he's injured as hell too so i mean really i hope he doesn't i hope he comes on like maybe if we're gonna if we have to keep him i hope he just like a really did a role 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 player um you know he's like a bench guy yeah a bench guy like in a one of those like a, you know just a respected guy on the bench because he's not good enough to play in a winning starting 11 um that's a good question. Uh, Khalid says, "Do you think we should spend the money this summer on a right back, or do you see Calabria and Abati uh, taking that and then do a try for a move during the winter if they're not playing well?" Well, we're, we've been trying for Andrea Conti for a while, and apparently we want to get him for around 20 million euros. That's the that's the uh, like the reported fee around 20 million, which isn't bad. Um, I don't know. For me, I think the way to go about that is send Calabria
1: on loan, let him get some playing time, let him develop, let him gain his confidence. Abate is good enough as like a little bit like a Montelito, uh, excuse me, Montelivo, like a leader, a respected person in the locker room, but they don't get that much playing time. Abate off the bench, if you need a formation change, we got a red card or something like that to come off, he's completely fine because he's not – he had a decent
0: season this year. but I, I don't think he's that bad, to be honest. Got, remember I said it? I said when Abate got injured, we didn't win many games after that.
1: Yeah, like I don't – I mean, he's not going to like do the most craziest things uh, for the on the field for us, but he's, he's – I think he's still decent enough to be a sub. So I think you get Conti, keep Abate as a sub. On the left side, you have Ricardo Rodriguez as your backup. You have – I'd keep Antonelli, even though he's injured, like, as a bench guy. And I'd honestly keep Vagnoni, uh, or oh, how Vagnoni, however you to say, just because you can – Argentine Cafu. Yeah, because you can rotate him and Antonelli between left and right. Yeah. Um, so the fullbacks kind of go down and stuff like that. So, yeah,
0: But I have to say, though, like, say, you know, we sign – we fill every other need, but we don't buy a right back, I won't be too pissed off no i i think i think like, the like with abati and calabria you know like rolling like they, they again like kind of rotate like and it's not terrible like they're no, not bad not terrible. i think because if
1: we address many of our areas like the midfield i think that'll be able to compensate i don't think we're gonna go downhill just because we didn't fix the right back position
0: yeah like abati and and calabria like they're not bad like they're not terrible we, but everything stems from a good midfield, right? So if we exactly. have a good midfield, so like,
1: if it comes to a point where we spend so much on the midfield that, like, guys, we have like no money left, I'm, compl- I, I'd rather spend my money on the midfield.
0: Or, or even if if it happens and we keep the shield, play him on the right back. He's a better right back than a left back. For me, I
1: don't think he stays, but I, I, I agree. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, if if yeah. like
0: a big if, like if he stays, say he says, you know what? I want to renew here. <laughs> I, he might because he may renew his contract this year. If he stays
1: yeah I agree with that because I mean he he's not naturally a right uh, right back and he, he every time he's played there he's been decent at it so
0: yeah no exactly right so um thanks for all the guys the comments in the live chat oh so this is a good one for me too um what does he say he said we uh we could have we could uh, Brandon Donini says I think we have a one we have a one million euro option from uh, Mati Fernandez would you take him I one hundred percent would. Yeah, yes, and, and I would take it I would hundred percent take him he's a good player um uh, he's a really good player and I think he's a great depth midfielder he can definitely come in for a game here and there and play like at least seventy minutes um I I have high praise I have high praise in a lot of different. Uh, in a lot of different episodes on the podcast, I always said that he uh, he never loses the ball. He's really good on the ball, um, and I don't know. I, I like that. It's it's pretty cool. And I, honestly, I like Mati I like Mati Fernandez, and and Montella likes him too. Um, so you know, uh, yeah, take him for one million one million euros is peanuts that's nothing if you're telling
1: me like between five to ten then i'm like eh, you know what you know, you know. one million, is there, is there a one, one
0: million one. option we can use and that's it yeah that's awesome i'd take the one million for sure 100 um would you just tweet back at marcello yeah, because uh, just uh, just because he
1: he finally, he literally said what we said. We bought Bertolacci for twenty one million, and people are complaining the same price for Belia. You guys are crazy. Yeah,
0: it's funny. We just said that too. We just said it ten minutes ago. Marcello, are you listening? Probably not. I don't know.
1: No, but uh, I'm just saying, like th- that's literally like someone else who understands. Like,
0: come on, guys. yeah, I understand. Yeah, like it's freaking Bertolacci is twenty million. Belia is worth twenty million. Um, let's go to the next topic here. Uh, hold on. You're the same in the chat. We got a few. Uh, we got a few listeners from Trinidad and Tobago and from Saint Vincent in the Caribbean. It's pretty cool, guys. Very cool. Um, Elliot says, "Do you think we have the squad depth to compete in both Serie A and Europa League?" Well, see, right now, Elliot, we don't. Uh, yeah. but, and that, that's what the Mercato's for, and that's what buying guys like Mati Fernandez is for. Listen, I think like what I've told people about Milan this year is
1: this. We got a lot of players in our starting eleven, in terms of the team as a whole who are a good role in bench players, mm-hmm. right? It's like a Mati Fernandez, like stuff like that. Like, they're actually, like, not bad, like, role players because you need depth, especially if we're going to play in three competitions, well, hopefully three competitions next year. So I think I was going to literally segue into this point eventually. Like, for example, for the defense, all right, so now it's settled, Romagnoli and uh, Musacho, right? But mm-hmm. you, you – um. Excuse me, like center backs are always kind of prone to getting red cards unless you're like Paletta, you're, you're guaranteed, right? But, um, you kind of need depth just because they go down injured and cards and stuff like that. So, if you're starting is if you're starting to a Romagnoli Musacho, and I have no problem keeping the backup as like Gomez and Zapata as the two like backup center backs, like they're gonna have to know they're gonna play as backups. Like, that's a little bit depth right there because Gomez and Zapata are not that bad, and you have to remember they are backups, like, they're not gonna play that much. Mm-hmm. Or they might play against, like you know, like a small team or something like that. So I think the whole, I think what they're trying to I think really the, what they're trying to do is that they know they actually have some quality, decent players that can go on the bench and add to depth. I think they're just trying to get rid of the guys that that they really need to get rid of. So like we mentioned, like Abaka, Niang, DeShilio, Bertolacci. Because I honestly have a feeling, besides the loans, I feel like a lot of people are going to be surprised at how many guys actually kind of stay and are going to adapt to a new bench role and reserve yeah, role. role. So that yeah. makes it a lot more deeper because we're actually going after good targets. So I think – Yeah, and so we're going to
0: be Coppa Italia too. There's three, yeah. there's three competitions. Right? So yeah, City A, yeah. Coppa Italia, and Europa League. It's three competitions, right? So you need depth, and that's a good question. But hopefully we can get that. Zapata needs to go. Is too risky, Sean says. I don't know. I like Zapata to be honest. With you. Yo, goal, uh, Yo, goal, goal as, Zapata.
1: As I, I'm like, I'm, I think you gotta let Paletta go. I'm sick and tired of the red right cards. If I'm gonna keep two guys, no, no, no,
0: Zapata, Zapata.
1: Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna let I let I let Paletta go, but I keep Gomez and Zapata as my backup center backs.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. Honestly, I, I I think Gomez could be a starter one day. Eventually, but like for now, I think he
1: should be the first option off the bench as a center back, and then Zapata.
0: Yeah. Um. People gotta understand what Zapata. Without his goal, ultimo, ultimo minuto, his goal last in the final second, final minute, um, we wouldn't have. We would have been tied with Inter, and they would have went ahead of us because they have a tiebreaker on us. So Zapata sent us to Europa League. In reality, that tie. Hey Mike.
1: Yeah. – like I'm saying, I, I don't know. What, I, I, I feel like that's what they're trying to do because it's kind of hard to overhaul an entire team mm-hmm. in one summer, especially since they want to get it done before the preseason starts. So I wouldn't be expect like I just mentioned, I, I'm not expecting a lot of guys to leave. I think the most obvious ones are going to leave. And the guys that we do keep, like like pa- is gonna go back, uh, go back. Delfe's is gonna go back, stuff like that. But I feel like like Amati, Fernandez, a Montolivo, a Bate, like these guys, Gomez, uh, Zapata, they're gonna have to adapt to a new bench role, but know that like they'll be the first call ups if t- something goes wrong in starting eleven.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, did you hear what I said about Zapata's goal?
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean. It, I mean, I've always believed in logic. Like a lot of people say, like, "Oh, if we would have had a penalty, we would have won the game, and then we would have made Champions League or something like that." Yeah. Like, the future is unknown. I mean, to, in reality, based on now that the season was done, in theory, he kind of did send us to Europa League. Yeah. So, but in terms of
0: like, I, I just, I just see him as a bench guy. That's that's all I see him as. No, I know, but it's, I just think like it's, I like the guy. Like when he was kissing the fans of it after that three score, like I like that. Like I don't know, I'm yeah. a fan of I'm a fan of that. What did I tweet out? Oh yes. Yeah. Si bella come gol di Zapata ultimo minuto nel derby. That was a good tweet.
1: Yeah,
0: you're as beautiful as the goal. You're you're as beautiful. You're as beautiful as Zapata's last minute goal in the derby. So it's, it translates to, that's um, no, pretty cool. Hey, Zapata did Zapata pocketed uh Higuain last year and against Napoli, I remember that. You did I remember it was it was at the San Paolo too? We tied one one. I remember that game. Um, so here's the last question or a few last questions here. Um, Asan says thanks for the shout out, guys. If you have time, do you, can you tell us what you know about Thiago Maya? He's the one whose agent said that he's looking at offers from Milan. I looked him up on who scored and stuff. There's not really too much about him. So I'm going to be honest. With you. I don't really know much about Tiago Maia. He's 20 years old, Brazilian midfielder. Um, I'm going to have to ask someone who is into uh, Brazilian football, Brazilian city, A. Um, and we'll see. You. And then I'll get some more information for you next episode of Sun. Um Khalid said, if, we're qual- if we say we're qualifying in the Champions League this season to the Europa League, would we be as happy with signs like Kessie and Belia?" Well, Cassie for sure. Um, I don't know. I, I I'd be pretty happy with Belia and Cassie either way. They're two good signs for the midfield. You look, oh. at Juventus, you look at Juventus. Look at Juventus's midfield. Like, it's, like isn't Kadira like kind of the same as Belia? I don't know. You know. guys. I think you need to realize this one thing. You have
1: an opportunity that we haven't had in the last five years to spoil ourselves with an actual decent, creative, strong midfield. We need to take advantage of it. Like for me. If I see this midfield reinforced, like with like, high profile, not high profile, should I should rephrase that. Like, you know, we have Cassie to say we get Belia, we keep Bonaventura, we get Toliso, or whatever the future has to hold for, for it. Guys, I'm spending that money on the midfield because midfield changes everything. I'm telling you right now, if we would have had a decent midfield this year, and I mean, it's kind of easy to say that for every team. You know, if we had this, we had that, if we had a decent midfield, if we, we, we would have
0: been challenging. We didn't for- get injured,
1: We would have been top four, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, we could have we tried that. We could have competed with Lazio way more.
1: Yeah. But now, you've got to focus on that midfield. It changes the, everything. I see so many people, like, who underst- like actually understand it. But, like, you change this midfield. Like, it's the most integral part of, of, like, the way you just play. And it needs to be changed. It needs to be revamped. And I'm willing to spend a, uh, a nice penny on it just because it needs to be fixed.
0: No, yeah, for sure. Um. What's we'll see another question? Phil says, I wonder if China lifting the ban on investments if that increased in Mercato funds. Well, it could have, right? Everything has a correlation somehow. So yeah. Have. I mean, um, I think those are like something that come out from the culture and financia count. Finanzia, financia, yeah. Uh, Marcello is on it, is he not? Yeah, he is. He is. It's pretty it's pretty cool. Okay. Um another one. Some biggest Brandon says some big decisions to come for the younger players. Does Miller Billy try to make possibly move permanent and the Locatelli, Calabria, Plizzari, Kutronek get loaned out. Mike, you can you answer that one?
1: I don't think, I don't think Locatelli gets loaned out because, the, um, there was all those like, um, like official reports saying that like, wants um, to Locatelli that he's not going anywhere. He's an integral part. So I feel like he's going to have a role. Um, Plizzari it's hard because obviously Donnarumma, and Storari's 40 years old, like the little in Storari just to be like a father figure to both of the both Gijo and Plizzari because they're obviously young, young guys. So I don't know if he really goes anywhere. De- maybe depending on what happens with Gabriel, because we always forget about him. I think Calabria goes on loan. I think he does. And I think Cutrone does as well, just because there's a lot of praise about him. And I mean, we didn't really see anything from him in the late minutes that he played that w- that one game. But I think Milan are smart enough now to realize that. If they really want to see what he's about, you got to send him on loan to a little team, just a dry loan, a full-season loan, let him play, let's see what he does, and then we can reevaluate. Who's this, sorry? Who's, who is the one you want to loan, Catrone? I loan Catrone in Calabria. Okay. He's uh, I normally would if Storati was a little
0: bit younger. Yeah, Brandon says he'd love to see Locatelli in Calabria on loan at Atalanta.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about Locatelli. i like to keep him because I think he's mature enough and I think he deserves to be in the, the first team. Yeah. But if it comes to a point where Milan decides to go crazy and like absolutely revamp the midfield completely like I was just mentioning earlier, then I, I think there's no harm in sending him on loan. Like it's not a demotion. Like I hope hopefully he doesn't take it that way and, and I know there's going to be yeah. fans that do. But I don't think it's a demotion. I, like people, like the most valuable experience in this game is is playing time you yeah. got to develop like remember when suso went on loan to genoa and same thing with niang they came back oh, yeah. they were nothing with us they they, they killed it over then they came back i mean Niang didn't really do anything but at least suso kind of like kept that form in a bit yeah so, hey, it mean, you're on loan because you you um you stack the midfield i think that's a win-win situation the guy gets playing time builds his
0: confidence and at the same time our midfield our midfield our is.
1: Uh, way better than what it is now,
0: so. Roman Ioli has withdrawn from Italy's upcoming gathering for friendly versus Uruguay and World Cup qualifier versus Liechtenstein.
1: Yeah, I just saw that. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not, If it's a friendly, I'm not risking him.
0: No, it's a friendly and qualifier, but why? Is he still I hurt? hurt? I, I, honestly, I don't know. He's hurt all the time, it seems like. It's annoying. I don't know. I, from, um, I remember what
1: uh, uh, Rocco tweeted out one time. Like, just shut him down. Like, there's no point of risking him
0: yeah. for, the, for, the, for the season. Okay. I mean, okay, so, Sean says, do you guys think Nian could be a key player next season? So, we actually talked about that. He's probably going to go to England. Talked about it before. Like, we be in Year. Right? Probably going to go to England. Um, look at San Angelo's Twitter. He gives his views on Billy. Let's see what Matt tweeted. Yeah, ready, ready. He, he has a fair point. I, 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 I completely understand. I, I haven't seen. He, okay, here's the fence that I'm on with possible signing Lucas Bilia. Part of me feels that with a better supporting cast and a full offseason to fine-tune, Locatelli can produce to Bilia's level, not to mention that his contract expires next summer, paying that amount to a close competitor in Lazio seems to a tad bit aggressive. And if the report of Lazio going after Daniele Baselli to replace Bilia holds weight, why not just go for Baseli instead? This isn't to say I don't think BLA can't help this midfield, but a mostly-level captain and Kessie coming in and leaves a log jam for Loka Tadley. $20 million for a player whose contract expires next summer seems a bit too careless because the club now has a legitimate market budget. Good points from Matt. We're going to have to okay. get him on the next episode. Well, hopefully we can get him on the next episode. I think I, co- I actually agree with him.
1: Like, what, it's not that yeah, what right. I don't agree with him at this point. I think it's just kind of what we were saying. He's saying, like, go for Bus uh, go for Baselli instead because they're going to replace him. He plays Bealey with them, and he has a point. Like, why? Why? Might as well just go with the replacement that they take, anyways, right? But at the same time, it goes back to our point that you kind of we need a general in the midfield, and Baseli just makes great player. Like we were even linked to him like a few years ago and stuff like that. But I, I, I'm, I'm, guess I'm again like I'm old school, but like I need to see an older presence in the midfield at the middle instead of just a flat out young midfield. That's the only thing I'd kind of disagree with. Or else, I actually agree with a lot of stuff that he's saying.
0: No, it makes sense. No, it makes complete we'll, sense. We're gonna see if you can come on the epi- come on the show. Um, yeah. So, Belia, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be a big debate, but I think if we bring him in, if you bring him in, maybe we can lower the cost a bit. I, I wish we could add a player in there like Bertolacci and lower it a bit, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Then we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut it off now. We're gonna end it. Um, you guys in the live chat are awesome. Like definitely keep yeah. for next episodes. Keep, you know, asking questions and stuff. It's really, really good. Um, we just, uh, we had our first, uh, we had our first article uploaded on our, on our website from a contributor, contributor Karas. He uploaded. I hope you guys looked at it. We got a pretty good buzz around it, around the tweet. Um, it's our pinned tweet right now. So go take a look at the article. It's pretty short, but it's pretty good. Three ways Montella can succeed next season from Kadas. um, Basically guys, it's a new website and we're looking for contributors. Um, you know, I, I, write for Italian football daily, but the website's going down. We're, we're going to push the MLS. So I'm interested and I'm, you know, wanting to keep on Milan and Serie So if any of you are interested in writing about Milan, please, you know, it's not, it's not even a job or anything. All you can do, all you have to do is email us. You can contribute anytime you want. Um, even short articles, 400 words, 500 words, um, you know, let us know. We have a really good following, good exposure for you. You know, a lot of people view it, over 100 people, 200 people, 300 people, maybe even 1,000 people view it. Um, so, yeah, you know, keep tuned for that. And, you know, we'll, we'll be back next week, hopefully, with some more and more customers and more official science. Um, it's been great. Thanks uh, thanks for being – thanks for the uh, – for listening in the live chat. And, yeah, ciao, guys. It's been fun. We'll see you in probably next week. Mike, it's been All a pleasure. Guys.
1: Just to recap, thank you guys. We appreciate it, and we'll see you guys next week.
0: Yep, ciao, ciao. Forza Milan, Forza Mercato, Forza Milan badly.